Hello there, friends. It's Chris here. We noticed during the post-production and editing of this episode that we introduced it as episode 267. Now, turns out that is not correct, and that isn't very great. So this is instead episode 268. Enjoy. We're gonna edit each recording Stay on topic the entire time We're gonna act more happy We're gonna finally be fine We're gonna get more calm when we win Even if it's from three nil behind We're gonna be less crazy We're gonna finally be fine Stand holding hands in this 365 To Joe, Alan, just be kind We're gonna seem like a mainstream dream But sell the bitcoins that we're mine We're gonna have more fun and be less weird Than the first five years combined And we're gonna part forever Finish your feet together we're going to finally be sunny and shiny, we're going to finally be fine. Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Ooh, I hear Josh Tymon went camping in Devon. It's episode number 267 and a new season is upon us, which we can approach with optimism and delight as new players come in and old faces leave. There's something of that on this podcast. Not that anyone's left, but we have new faces. Uh, first, an old face. Tony, you're you, not... I know, I, mean... I, I walked into it. Not that you have an old face, <laughs> but you are a, you are a seasoned veteran. Uh, how was your, your summer break? Are you ready um, to talk Stoke? I am not ready for anything. I am very... Just hay fevery, and as you said rightly, old. Um, it's not lots of I'm... lots of wisdom. Um, yeah, no, I'm 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 all right, Chris. <laughs> good, good. Thank you for asking. Oh, it's it's all right. We we are joined by George, who I believe you have been on the podcast before, George. So you're uh, not, yeah. You're relatively new, but not a complete new person. So how how are you, George? I'm pretty good, thank you. Yeah, I am also incredibly hay fevery um but with slightly less wisdom so that'll go down well oh well very good and as a podcast newbie we have matt on the line matt welcome firstly welcome to the podcast and secondly how are you is hay fever affecting you hello uh yeah it's very nice to be here um you know, I'm, I'm sort of splitting the difference, I think, between Tony and George in wisdom and hay fever stakes, maybe, you know, sort of bang down the middle, sort of. I don't go outside, so hay fever's less, less of a threat today. Um, but, you know, yeah, happy to be here. And, you know, you may remember me from previous rants about the Coates family on Twitter. So all, all looking good and ready for a new season. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like well. seven people listening have just gone, what?! oh oh what fun we shall have well gentlemen uh we we couldn't be joined by tom or dave who i believe have gone to cricket like i mean fair enough it's still summer and yeah 
<laughs> why would you want to come and speak about Stoke? But there is a lot to speak about. There is a lot. Before we do, though, um, administration things. Uh, we are starting back now, podcast for what, the sixth year running, uh, something like that. Um, and things are going to slightly change this coming season. Tony, can you tell us more? <laughs> I I um, will see. I'm going to pretend to be Dave because he was going to do this before he decided to go to cricket instead. So forgive me, Dave, if I get this wrong. The the plan is to split the show in two or to split the pods in two. So the the, the suggestion being two a week, one before the game, maybe Thursday, Friday, um, with a, a sort of serious-ish preview of the game, tactical stuff, um, off-field discussion, like... You know, like a football podcast, <laughs> um, I think. And then Sunday, oh, yeah, no, sorry. The, th- the Thursday, Friday show is going to be called Wizards. That's important. I should have put that at the top of me, little note I wrote. Um, and then on Sunday, we're going to have Drivel, which is this, which is going to be probably more aligned with the normal stuff we've been doing. I don't think there'll be some delineation because we're going to make an effort to be concentrate on like talking about actual football and the football and tactics and you know football stuff on on the midweek one and Sunday I think we'll we'll probably just do our normal sort of thing and see what comes out which anybody who's listened to anything in the last couple of years will will know that that could be anything from literature to music to um hippos we'll still do the hippos I think and the Nathan Jones game, I assume, on a Sunday still. Um, so I think there'll be some overlap. I don't think we're, we're going to be very, very straight-faced and, and ordered on, on the midweek. There'll still, there'll still be fun. I think we'll, we'll just try and focus it on, on talking about the football specifically as best we can. And then Sunday, we'll kick back and relax a bit. And we've got extra heads, wise heads, both of them. Um, very attractive heads as well. Um <laughs> So yeah, it's 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 very exciting um, for all of us, really, because because twice as much work is twice as much fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, something like that, something like that. It should be um, fun in the way that we are trying to be more football orientated. But it will, <laughs> hey, it will be it will be grand. And I mean, to start us off today, there is a heck of a lot to talk about. Um, where shall we begin? Let's begin with. Um, Transfers in. Let's start with that. Uh, we have so far brought in three players. Uh, we have Aidan Flint joining on a free from Cardiff, Josh Laurent joining on a free from Reading, and Harry Clark joining. I don't know, don't know if he's from Yorkshire. Uh, joining on a loan from Arsenal. Obviously, we've let a few players go as well. But in terms of transfers in. It's an interesting one because there was a report, well, was it last week from uh, the Twitter account Swiss Ramble, which kind of dived into the financial situation at the club last season. Um, And everything coming out of the club is that, yeah, we need to still be very careful financially. So two transfers coming in on a free is kind of the business you would expect. How, I don't know, Matt, you're, you're new. We'll start with you. How do you feel about these transfers? Uh, firstly, I just want to say I've, I've been missold that this is a football podcast. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but being as though we are focusing on the football, um, 
Yeah, the Swiss ramble thread was kind of interesting because it, it sort of put the numbers that we sort of throw around the club into perspective. And the sort of basic summary of that was that the stadium sale has sort of reset us back to net zero, as it were, but we are still going to have to play by the rules and we don't have a lot of money to play around with because of this. So I think the transfers we've done so far make make a lot of sense. Um, I think Laurent is the highlight so far for me. I think it's a, a really good, solid pickup. Um, I think he certainly brings a bit more to that midfield, which, you know, over the years we've lamented for its almost one-dimensional nature. I think Flint is a... I mean this in a nice way. He's a bit of a meh signing. He's you know he's he's a he's a middle of the road championship centre back who will be a body and maybe a threat off set pieces. I would like to think he's more of a stopgap until Harry Suter comes back more permanently. And I confess I know very little about Clark, um, so I will hesitate to venture too many opinions on on him. But you know it's a it's a young signing, lots of potential. Could could have a great season, might be awful. Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the joy, I guess. Do we do we know how tall Aiden Flint is? He's at least six uh, six, isn't he? I yeah, he's, he's around six. six yeah. yeah, yeah, six 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 seven. He's a big lad and um, scores goals. Quite excited for him and Suter to be on the in the corners and have <laughs> whoever's replacing Vrancic on corner duty just twatting it straight into touch every single time and then them jogging back. <laughs> I'm just imagining the booth and end when we do a short corner with Suter and Flint in the, oh, in the box. <laughs> just Joe Allen it meekly in a touch. We don't say that name on this podcast anymore, Tony. <laughs> we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna. Not yet. About, not yet. Not, <laughs> I think not, we might. We might. We might. I mean, yeah. I think I agree with you, Matt. That I think Lauren is the one that is the exciting one. Certainly, the one that comes with a reputation. Uh, player of the season and goal of the season in his two years at Reading. Um, and certainly a few Reading fans, from what I could see anyway, were disappointed that he didn't sign on for another season or so with them. Um, <laughs> you, I did read some nice people on Facebook being annoyed that it was a free transfer because that says a lot about, that says a lot about their attitude, but I mean, it's the market, the, the football market's messed up, isn't it, at the moment? Might I <laughs> venture to suggest the same people complaining that this player that we've signed on a free transfer must be shit because they're a free transfer also think Joe Allen's the best player ever who is going to be a free transfer wherever he goes next. Sorry to keep bringing it back to Joe Allen. I'm, I'm not trying to do that just because Tom's not here. But I there's, think there's, Yeah, there's, 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 there's no logic, Tony. There's no no logic to, to, to any of it. Um but yes, Laurent is Laurent is the one who's exciting. Um, again, I don't know anything about Harry Clark. Not a, not a thing. I know that they cancelled his loan with Hibs in order to have a loan here, which I don't know what that says. But yeah, still probably some work to do. Would you say, George? Yeah, I think so. I it, like like Matt said that the, these are the signings that we're going to have to go for until basically until we go back up, if that ever happens. Um, three cheap signings. Clark, I don't know anything about him, but I like the idea of a relatively young, from the what little I've read, quite a 
dynamic and sort of athletic player replacing Tommy Smith, who I think was fine, but not really suited to where he was being played. Um, like you said, the big one's Lauren. I think that the midfielders we've signed over the past, however many years we've had O'Neill, so was it three years now nearly, um, have been a big change for how we've been doing transfers. And I, I can't think of one that I've disagreed with other than maybe Mikel, really. I think all of the midfielders we've got in have been a lot more dynamic, a lot more confident on the ball. And yeah, it's just nice to have midfielders that I, I vaguely trust to turn when the ball comes to them <laughs> or move. <laughs> so yeah, it's positive, even if it's a bit kind of, it's a shame that we can't spend money anymore, but you know, I, I mean, won't ask Matt to talk about the Coates family anymore, but yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we're shit at spending money. Look how much we spent on all the shit players we spent loads of money on who was shit. So, yeah, that's, I mean, I, I think one of the things I've said before is obviously not on this medium, but uh, on the medium of Twitter is that I generally think that financial fair play has saved us from ourselves at times. I, I think the amount of money we would have quite happily plunged into. <laughs> bad signings <laughs> um, would have just continued to spiral. So it's nice to see us having to almost diversify our transfer recruitment strategies to meet the rules, even though they don't like the rules, but <laughs> tough. <laughs> well, we've kind of finally been dragged kicking and screaming into this century, haven't we, in transfers that we're, <laughs> we're actually basing it on something rather than just, oh, God, he looks good. Do you reckon we can get him? Oh, that's it. <laughs> He played for Liverpool. He must be good. Sign <laughs> in. <laughs> and his Welsh friend. <laughs> it's, yeah, it le- it's a sign of the, the, the times in terms of the financial fair play, the, the way we way we have to deal with it. But I do think that working a little bit smarter is is decent. And, and do you know what? I, I would agree that signings that we have made there have been some questionable loan ones and there's been some questions over how quickly players fall out of favor but you know when I think of players we've signed who we were a bit unsure about he likes a Jacob Brown who you know everyone knew was going to be a bit of a a rough diamond Um, they're, they're coming good and it's kind of the way that we have to deal with things so it will be interesting um O'Neill says there's still work to be done in getting players in. Uh, I think some of that will have depended on finances and the big one of a player leaving who hasn't signed uh, a new deal. Let's let's go on to transfers out. Let's go on to them. Um, quite a few <laughs> players have left. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the list now. Um, quite a lot. Of, of young players, obviously. Then you've got the likes of Stephen Fletcher, who's gone, who, from my understanding, was on an, an all right packet. Uh, Tom Ince, gone. Uh, Tommy Smith, also gone. Uh, Alfie Doughty to Luton, apparently. That one's an interesting one. Undisclosed mm. fee, fair enough. Um, and then, you know, Christian Norton, young player, uh, other young players. James Chester as well. And then we've got the main man himself, Mr. Joe Allen, who, despite weeks and weeks of rumours, um, has decided not to sign 
a extended deal with us. The club put out, yeah, they put out a tribute video. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, right. As a podcast, we've been very critical of Joe Allen, but six years with a club is longer than some players spend. He's liked by quite a lot of fans. Um, and certainly it is the end of an era, even if that era is one that is marked with the downfall of the club. <laughs> um, I, uh, Tony, Tony, how are you? How are you feeling now that Joe Allen is officially, officially gone? I'm still a little bit numb because it didn't feel like it was going to happen. It, it was lots of signs, but it was like, yeah, it's a trap. It's clearly a trap. They're just going to announce something. And then even on the day that they announced it, it seemed like, yeah, he's just going to sign a two-year extension or something at some point. We just have to wait for it to happen. And then I'll be laughing because I've been saying it all season and you'd all be sad. It's particularly Tom, very (laughs) sad. And I'd be like, yeah, but it's your fault for saying he was definitely going. And then he he did his little post saying, I'm going. And, Mm -hmm. And it's like, it still feels like it might be a trap. Not that trapping things is necessarily his best skill, um, but but yeah, it's it, I just, I still haven't really adjusted to it. But I mean, he's for by all accounts, he's a nice bloke. He's not the worst footballer in the world. We just paid him loads too much for way too long, and he didn't really earn his wage. Um, as far as the tribute video goes, I preferred George's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, good luck to him. It's a shame Tom's not here. But good luck to him. Where, um, where, wherever he turns up, he's definitely going to score against us, though. Oh yeah, if he's in the same league as us. But whatever, whatever oh, yeah. team he goes to will go up this season. Yeah, and he he will score or create or he'll do something that somebody will legitimately be able to point out and say that's why they went up. It will mm-hmm. all be down to him. Mm-hmm. Just um. On that, if he does score against us, it will be ironic if he doesn't celebrate because he famously did celebrate towards us when he did score for us. So, you know, who knows if, what his behaviour will be if he does manage a goal against us. You know, quite interesting to see that. Do you think we'll all politely clap? Well, oh, well done, former player. You I know they Because it'd just annoy people so much, it'd be funny. <laughs> of course they will. Of course you'll get, like, some some applause and... It's it's bound it's just bound to happen, isn't it? Like it, and uh, yeah, and even if they do this, the team he signs for does go up, it'll be a case of he won't have been that instrumental apart. But someone will be like, "Well, look what we were missing. Look what we were missing." I tell you what, we are mi- well, we're, what we're not missing now. That's fifty grand a week. So that's <laughs> nice, isn't it? We can spend we can spend that on on something. Um, I mean, he's not the only midfielder to go. Uh, Ma- what's it? Mario Vrancic has gone out on loan, albeit it's he only has a year left, and so he's not ever playing for us again, which is an interesting one. Um, I mean, O'Neill said that the of the transfer that you know Mario had said that he, he wanted this. I think the team he's moved is playing in the com- Europa Conference League. Am I wrong in that? Or one of them? Let's find out. Let's click them on Wikipedia. It's not yeah. working. Let's say they are, <laughs> um, and you know that makes sense for them to to um, for him to want to go and and play. That, that that's 
that's fine. That's fine. But it does mean that we, that's two like players who got quite a bit of game time, Joe Allen probably more so last season, who need replacing. Um, and yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, I don't know, how the how the club go go about that. Um, oh, Charlie Adams available again on a free, I think. No, Tony. Did we um, no. did we all see Charlie Adams pass to get Dundee relegated when he he was in a, he was by his own corner flag and he knocked it <laughs> right across his own goal and uh, I don't know who they were playing but they scored and got relegated because of it. <laughs> yes, that's yes. two clubs he's caused now. <laughs> it was a lovely ball. It was a per- it was pinpoint. It was perfect. It's that quality he's got. You see, mm-hmm. I think this kind of <laughs> both of these outs though in. Allen and Vrancic come to the same sort of thing. They're just they're just quite sensible. Mm. I I was genuinely fuming when people who say that they know what they they know what the club's doing said Joe Allen was definitely going to sign. Lol, that went well. Um, I was fuming because I thought that was the complete opposite of everything we've done well for the past two years. All the really good sales, are, you know, Collins is the big one for me selling someone like that for decent money and then buying Wilmot hmm. and spending the rest of it on some good loans. That's pretty much what you want a championship club to do. And I was absolutely fuming when I thought we were offering, well, the fact <laughs> that we were offering him a contract again. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you just kind of hope it ends the the weird curse. I don't know how he's been here this long. I can't, there's no part of my brain that can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just it feels it feels so good uh, Tony if you can maybe like cut in the hallelujah chorus at the start of <laughs> that would be great uh, like <laughs> an audio version of the Lionel Hutz and the rainbow and the... exactly <laughs> yeah. That. yeah perfect <laughs> um, some words from people on Twitter Ian Corbishley says sad to see Alan go but I think his time with us was done Francic was good at first but we need a 90 minute man uh, 90 minute men, sorry, and I don't think he has that anymore. Chester, no loss, enough said. Ince, similar to Chester, but I just think his dad will get the best from him. Not sure about Flint, not someone you'd play in a back three. Jerry is out on Clark because he's a little in inex- uh, he's got so little experience, but I suppose he's supposed to be good on the ball. Laurent looks good and should link well with Barker. Baker, what am I saying? Uh, then, sorry, Ben <laughs> Burgess says, loss of Allen is a blow softened by the arrival of Laurentino. I think with the sale of Benick and maybe moving a couple on, bringing back Sawyers and Madger might just, might just along with a fullback would be just, right, that's not, sorry, sorry, Ben, you've, you've, you've butchered a sentence, mate. <laughs> Uh, with so <laughs> that was so cruel. I'm so sorry. With Major uh, Sawyer and Major, uh, along with a fullback, would be just the ticket for the squad. That was horrible. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I mean, I agree. I agree. I mean, there's there's a few other players. <laughs> Move on. I don't want to dwell on. We so we never butcher sentences, do we, Chris? Ever? There's no recorded evidence of us doing that. I did. I mean, I've done it already in this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah. What uh, what Ben has said though, Sawyer's and Major coming in that's rumored and and you, you although less so with Sawyer Sawyer's um Benicophobe is well a deal fell through didn't it the other mm. day so goodness knows what's happening happening there I'll be honest I'd forgotten he was still 
uh, on the books. So that's <laughs> fun. Um, any other players who you think will leave? Like, uh, presumably at this point, players would go for a fee rather than just, like. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. Mm, go on that if you want. I was just going to say uh, the only one I could possibly think of, maybe if just a Premier League team fancies a sort of speculative bid, would be Bursic. Mm. Um, I think I've stolen Tony's point as well. Yeah. Um, he's not obviously didn't get the the playing time he was after last season. There was this sort of weird situation where Bonham went from third keeper to first choice keeper, and I'm a, I was a big fan of Adam Davis. I, I liked him a lot, and he was the one who had to go to yeah. sort of accommodate this weird tandem which operated sort of back to front from how I think most of us expected it to operate um, it, you know I, I think when you look at the, the statistics I think Bursic probably didn't perform as well as he'd hope um, but he's still got a, t- a ton of potential so I can I can see a, a Premier League club thinking we could get him relatively low co- you know relatively low cost and we might think well we don't have room for a development Keeper prospect, so that's that's the other one I can see. But whether that's actually going to happen or not, I don't. Mm. I don't actually know. And yeah, it's, it's the only one I can really think seems like a likely victim for somebody poaching and then sending out on loan somewhere to play every game that season and grow into it like he did. Because he, I think when he when he started at, at Donny, he was a bit ropey and it took him a few games to find where his hands were. And then when he started with us with having come straight back from that, he grew every game, didn't he? Um, and, and he just looked better and better every single time he played from looking a bit shaky to start with to looking like, bloody hell, he's a prospect. And then he was he was out for a bit. And then when he came back, he never really got that chance to grow back into it. And I, I think I think it'd be a mistake to let him go, but I, I think he's the most likely. I hope Josh Tyman doesn't leave, obviously. Although if he does, I've got a brilliant song ready. Um, but yeah. I, I, I mean, I was going to say, Tony, like, Earlier on in the in the holidays, um, Josh was linked with a move to to beat an Europa League finalists Rangers. Yeah, so, absolutely not. And I know I know it's not your desired move, but there must have been a moment of, of panic. I'd, I'd rather he went to fucking who do I hate? Derby or Forest. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather he went almost anywhere but there. <laughs> but obviously, I'd rather he stayed because he's lovely and he's our best player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, of course. It's um, it'd be wildly speculative to to suggest uh, players coming in because it's the championship. And honestly, uh, you you can't like predict transfers, can you? Because it's all all mad. But with the limited squad that we have now, what are the key areas, uh, George? That you think we need to? What what position do we need to get next? I think. <laughs> It it depends on what happens to Bursic, but we were linked with that. Who's that Scottish goalkeeper? Clark, was it? Xander with a Z. Just disgraceful. Like it's how you, it's how you smell like it, that. Scotch. It's, it's it's like it's so you don't get you don't get called Alec until you're old enough to be a manager. Yeah. yeah. Right, so if okay. your name's Alexander, you have to be Xander to start with. And then right. you grow grow into be Alec once once you've done a couple of years in a shipyard in between your football and apprenticeship and then becoming the, the world's greatest manager. That's that's for progression. Also, you have to go to Aberdeen. Mm. So you're saying we're signing him so that eventually O'Neill can move upstairs and Xander <laughs> Clark can take yeah. over. There is a queue. Sorry, Alec yes. Clark can take over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Right. 
It's a I bit think like one... equity. You, you have to have a, a, an individual name, but it can change. As, if, if you're in a different role, it can be a different individual name. <laughs> a unique identifier. Mm, mm. Um, I think for me, the the one I would most look forward to would be Sawyer's. Mm. Um, I think we're short up front as well. I think Madger is the other one. Those two and probably probably another centre half and maybe another fullback. And I think that mm. I, I'm I'm quite glad we've got a streamlined squad that we're trying to add to rather than what we've had pretty much every other year. Yeah. Which is a massive mm-hmm. squad trying to get rid of, you know, ten tons of dead wood. But yeah. Joe Allen's gone now, so it's all better. <laughs> well, this is well. That's it, though. It is it is also like the first window in God knows how long where we are not with saddled with players from bygone eras that we're trying to trying to get rid of. We are. I mean, what was it? How, how many players have we got on the books? We're like 16, 15, 16. Like we, do, we have quite a thin squad as is. Um, the players who've gone, your likes of Fletcher, like obviously that was expected, but you would expect then another player to come in and maybe replace him. Um, I would say the same really with Joe Allen. I would expect them to bring another midfielder in because your thoughts on him, <laughs> we all know what our thoughts are, but like he was a player that, um, you know, he's a big, a big player in that team. So we need someone to replace him because Joe Allen got a lot of minutes. We need, we need something. Um, so yeah, who knows? Who knows what we'll do? One thing's for sure. We're not going to spend lots and lots of money. Um, so it will be finding the right deal. Uh, and it's exciting. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. I just, I just realized the other, the other departure will probably be, uh, Peter Atibo. Uh, Atabo, because um, mm. um, he's he's pretty much the last man standing of the uh, Gary Rowett. Actually, it was, it was it was pre-Gary Rowett spending spree. He was he was generic transfer team signing. Yes, man, wasn't he? He wasn't actually signed by by Rowett. But um, yeah, so I think I think he'll depart. I don't think Watford are particularly enamoured with with him, and I think he'll he'll go somewhere for mm. maybe a fee, maybe not a fee, but. But yeah, it's um like I, I agree with you. The the squad is thin. It's it's very close now to Nathan Jones's dream of uh, two quality pos- uh, players per position, isn't it? So uh, as opposed <laughs> to the ten bad players per position that he had. So uh, <laughs> you know things are looking up. <laughs> Can we get him back? Do you think? Do you think he'd come back? Because he he he'd have lovely fullbacks now, lovely wingbacks he could play with. I mean, he had one of them already, and he just didn't play it. But he could do that, and it'd be fine. Be brilliant. <laughs> you talk, you're talking about Stephen Ward, yeah. <laughs> bring, yeah. Bring him back, get him in mentor, was, mentoring role. <laughs> he was a nice lad. Do we know how long Etebo's got left? Is he still? Is he one of the stupid eight-year contracts or something that we um, handed out at the start? Something let's like play, that. Let's let's, let's play the let's... fun audio game of everybody racing to to, to look Wikipedia. <laughs> he's, 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 he's got another year left. Right. Okay. Right. Has yeah. Badu and I gone properly? Was that last season, or are they both, in fact, going this season again? I think he went last season. I think and I went. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where he is. Where did he go to? Is he? I don't even know. 
you need that football manager thing where you say where are they now and it yeah sends you yeah. the list <laughs> yeah yeah it's he's it's... at aris oh yes so he is fancy that that's nice well yeah that's transfers then a lot still to 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 go and i'm sure we'll speak on them as as more things happen but a interesting start i'll say i've been to stoke on trent oh yeah to stoke on trent historic town on the river trent it's a vibrant mix uh hi gents um i know i'm not on the pod this week i'm busy so I'd check in because Joe Allen's left. Uh, obviously a very significant day. I wish him all the best with everything in his new career. Um, and then we'll go from there. Move on, on to other news then. We released three, three kits this season. Uh, let me tell you, we, we did a poll on the Twitter. Uh, the, the people's, the people's favourite. Um, with 52.8% of the vote, it is the White Away kit, which uh, everyone's nostalgic, aren't they? Everyone loves a bit of bit of football nostalgia. It's not my favourite, I'll be honest, in, but hey, whatever. <clears throat> which, is, which is your favourite, Chris? I Okay, I mean, I really like the home kit. I have the home kit. Uh, but I also oh, really yes, like, I've seen it. Uh, I, I mean, I, yeah. I also, but I really like the black kit. Um I mean, this isn't to say that I don't like the white kit. I think they're all. I think that Macron have done a very, very good job this season. Um, but yeah, gents, what is? What do you think of the kits, Matt? What's your favourite kit? Um, I, I actually really like the home kit this year. I think it's mm. it's just different enough to be to be different, isn't it? You know, it's you know we've got a change of bad colour. I think what they've done with the stripes is quite nice. I would really, really like the white kit, but for the absurd positioning of the Macron logo in the, <laughs> yeah. in the sash, which is just maddening. Just. I mean, yeah, it's just, I, I appreciate that there are dimensions to a shirt and I'm sure someone would say that it has to be like this for X reasons, but to my eye, it just mm, looks the, like it's been the, stitched wrongly. Um, but the, the reason what, is what, what I we've know? done, <laughs> Sir John Macron in his factory on whatever day it was, has got got the badge and he's dumped it. He's got a bit of print stick on it, and then it, from twelve <laughs> yards, I believe, is the requisite distance between the wickets. He's put the shirt there and he's bowled like a medium pacer the badge <laughs> vaguely in the direction of the stripe. It's landed the right way up. He's like, that's, that'll do. That's that's the single. Let's go for it. And that's that's the only bad thing about the away kit, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because certainly I, I saw it. Um, I saw it the on on Friday. Friday, yeah. Because uh, my mum got it for her birthday. That's nice. Um, and yes, the the badge embossed on the back is lovely. Um, it's it's yeah, it's nice. I feel like Macron, as much as they've been berated, they always do try and incorporate something that is interesting. It's better than like the Adidas templates and stuff. Um, home kit, I, I yeah, I have the home kit. It's it's nice. It's a nice kit. Um, yeah, it'll be nice to see people people playing in it. George, is do you do you like do you like the kits, George? I do like the kits, Chris. Um, yeah, I think the home kit's my favorite as well. I, I just want to say, like, I, I'm really really glad that we're still carrying on with the sponsorless ones. Mm, I yes. think that is 
I think it suits some better than others, but it is such a nice thing to just not have mm. to wear Bet365 mm-hmm. on every shirt. Mm. And I think they do look better on quite a lot of them. Yeah. So well done to whoever chose to do that for carrying mm. on doing it. Well, they clearly, they clearly, because the first season they did it, I'm right in thinking they sold out of their initial ones and then they had to go and do more orders. So they, I mean, they clearly are a decent enough business choice that, uh, that they, they continue to continue to do them. Um, and the, what I like about this, these kits is like the mix and match of, of, Socks and shorts. God, it sounds so sad, doesn't it? But they do Stock, stockings, they, Chris. Stock it, yeah, exactly. But they no, no, they do look nice though, don't they, Tony? It is uh they they look a nice kit. It's a shame that it's gonna be for a season where we just finished mid-table. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice for it to have been a memorable season. But it doesn't really narrow it down though, Chris, does it? Yeah. I mean, a season where we finish 15th is that's any of like 75% of the last 50 years, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, for a kit that is for a kit that's nice, it would be nice for it to be like on all the pictures. Oh, do you remember when we got promoted on the last day? Oh yeah. We were wearing that really nice kit, but it's, yeah, it's, it is what it is, isn't it? It'll be yeah. nice. As soon as we're talking about the kits now, it would probably be a good time to do uh, the mini Nathan Jones game I've prepared for us. Um, it's, okay. a sli- it's a slightly different format. Um, you'll get one question each, and okay. then we'll see who was right. Uh, as, as bad a performance as I've seen since, to be honest, it's the baddest man performance I've had since I've been a manager. I, I, I feel physically sick, literally sick. I, I could be sick. I, 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 it's. If you're ready. I'm, 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 I mean, I'm not ready, Tony. This has I been sure. thrown through. This, Tony, this isn't on my little my little notes app about the, of of what we were going to talk about. I wasn't prepared for this. You fail so. to prepare, you prepare to fail, Chris. I think we all know that. And I didn't prepare this until about. Well, you'll see by the questions. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll go in screed order. So, George, question one is to you: the home kit, which you already stated as your favourite. Which is the right colour shorts? Ooh. I'm going to go with, I think the home kit is the white shorts. Ooh, okay. Chris, the stripy, slashy, badly badge-placed away kit, which is the correct shorts? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I believe they're the black shorts. Okay. Matt, the black kit. <laughs> this is a great it's just, game. It's just a black kit. Which is the correct shorts? I mean, it, it only leaves the red, right? So, <laughs> you know. Um, that's if we've so got them right, Matt. You never know. Yeah, it. I mean, I mean, or or is the answer that there's no actual choice because we will mix and match this is a account for people with color blindness issues as reported by pete smith is that the answer has this just been a advertising campaign for macrons like mix and match your kits 
No, I was just going to slag off the fact that I don't think the red shirts belong anywhere near any of them, and I was going to use this as a vehicle to say that. Um, but I, I, I think I think you were actually all right because I think I think the black shorts work best with the away kit and the black shirt, and I think the white shirts white shorts work best with the home kit, and probably the away kit is fine with the white shorts as well. I like the idea of having a change the kind of shorts i just don't think the red ones are it although the black ones with the home kit i don't think it should be allowed either because it's all very sunderland or sheffield united but i hope everybody enjoyed the game you all <laughs> won which i didn't expect i was really looking forward to say well no you're wrong <laughs> and, and i didn't get to because you're all very right thinking people so I, i'm disappointed i might cut this out now no <laughs> <laughs> no i'm i'm a fan a fan of the kits uh it's it's all all very good. Great and the good, like Reginald Spitfire Mitchell and Josiah Wedgwood. Confidence yourself in the pottery shopping centre. Why not try a statue? Okay, it's a culinary adventure. Come to self on trend and see just what is meant by that welcome phrase of help don't hear it, don't come friend. Swansea. <laughs> Swansea! <laughs> Where are your chickens now, Joe? I'm over the gun, Joe. Where are your chickens? <laughs> Moving the chickens to Swansea. <laughs> Freedom! Freedom! That's not making the pod. Oh, that's making the Is. Oh, we got fixtures. Oh, look, what else we got to talk about? Fixtures. The fixture list did come out. Let me. I haven't got that up. I oh, I've not prepared for that. Stoke City fixtures. Who do we play? Just a, oh, I. We remember. play all of them at some point. Well, we've got all the preseason friendlies in in Ooh. Ireland. We're playing Cork City. We're playing Accrington Stanley. We're playing Who are Bristol. They? Thank you. Playing Bristol Rovers. Um, and then we start the season. Is this the perfect opportunity just before you do for a 46 round game of the Nathan Jones game? (laughs) (laughs) I think I would know Tony's answers to everyone. (laughs) You don't have to think about it, Tony. It's the same answer. Um, (laughs) We start the season then away to Millwall. Um, It's not the nicest of fix just to start with, is it, really? Uh, It's a pain to get to. Um, One nil. (laughs) <laughs> like it's, it, I mean I'm not going to I don't want predictions because like there's so much of the preseason to still go that like it would be worth nothing um, and we're probably going to pod between now and then anyway but what's let's let me let me read you the first month for you uh, away to Millwall home first home game Blackpool away in the cup Markham away to Huddersfield home to Borough Away, no, home to Sun- Sunderland. I was just realizing why, why are we in August? But if the season starts early, doesn't it? It starts in July. Yeah. Sorry, home to Sunderland, away to Blackburn. And then finally in August, we are at home to the Sea Swans of Swansea. Um, <laughs> it's, this, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about those fixtures. Certainly, there's some, I mean, there's no good games, is there, in this division? You can't like, you, like, it's not like looking at the Premier League and being like, all right, well, these, oh, theoretically, this is an easier month. Like, I honestly couldn't tell you which of those teams are going to be good or not. I don't have a clue. Millwall might be brilliant this year. Um, 
or they might be horrible. And it would be nice to win on the first day. That would be nice. But thoughts? Anyone just tell me thoughts on the first month? What do we think? I mean, it's got... We really miss Joe Allen in central midfield written all over it, doesn't it? I mean, you can just see it in all the uh, all the Twitter replies, basically. Um, Millwall away is just a horrible first fixture. It's Gary Rowett's Millwall. It'll be a really, really dull, gritty game that I would happily take a point out of, I think, to be honest with you. Um, we have Millwall away a couple of seasons ago as the first game as well. Uh, yeah, I think first we did. or second. Or I, think, I think we did, yeah. Um, and we, we, that was a gritty, boring nil-nil, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so not too good on that. I mean, it's not the first month, but I think we can all agree that objectively the best fixture of the season will be Rotherham away on Boxing Day, um, oh, which is yes. just a fantastic, fantastic fixture. Because, because, and I'll tell you why it is fantastic, not just because I live near the ground and so me and Tony could go theoretically, but if you can't go... You can watch the stream with Rotherham's commentators on it, and they're the best. They're, the, they're by far the best uh, commentary team we've had. Uh, they're just brill. They're just brill. Um, they even I, gave us a little shout out. They did. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They know all their own players' names. <laughs> Not only that, they knew some of the Stoke players' names. Yeah. <laughs> Which it was is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and yeah, it was it was surprisingly competent, wasn't it? Really, it's mad. It was very good. And it's a, <laughs> it's a lovely little ground, and it's almost exactly halfway between our houses, isn't it, Chris? Oh God, yeah, it is, isn't it? Really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I know, I know where I'd park for it and everything. It's fine. Mm. It's great. <laughs> anyway, don't, we're not a Rotherham podcast. It's yeah, it's a shame, it, isn't it? Because that would be ace. Because they're quite pleasing to watch and enjoyable to be a part mm, of, and and. Mm. And we'd be time. able, and we'd be able to vary like w- the the general mood of the seasons because yeah. one season it would be oh it's a shame oh we, we've got oh sad but then at least we'd be able to follow it up with yes we promoted whereas this for the last four years has just been okay <laughs> like if I if I could make it as a noise it would just be uh, and that's that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of the podcast isn't it really it's. Uh, Hey, hey, ho. Um, that's the fixtures then. Is there anything else anyone wants to discuss? Is there anything else that's happened Stoke-wise or other that um, that we want to talk about here at this first opportunity? I feel like we should have a very quick diversion to put at least the US Supreme Court in with the hippos. Oh, yeah. Shall we? Yeah. Well, good point. We do need to feed the hippos. Chomp. <laughs> Chomp, chomp, thank you. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a no-brainer, isn't it, really? US Supreme Court is going in, all of them. Uh, the drone's flying there right now. It's going past the sniper sat on the sat on the roof, and it's picking <laughs> them all up. And then it's and they're like, "Oh, where are we going?" Where the, the drones are flying them across the sea and then dropping them in a hippo pond. And that's yay. There you go. They've gone now. There they've gone. <laughs> Will they? Because of the curvature of the Earth and the way flights sort of going that that sort of 
arcing shape up and down rather than in a straight line? Will they pass over a bit of Scotland and maybe pick up J.K. Rowling as well? <laughs> I mean, they can do. I feel like that's very greedy. And also, we need to fill they, out the the hippo the hippo content for a season, Tony. So they, they've not to... eat, they've not eaten for months, Chris. Good point. Good point. Fair enough. On that basis, well, is it too early to do the coward Joe Allen? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'll stop. Oh, God, I've just realised we finished August playing against Swansea, which is inevitably where Joe Allen's going to go. So to end the first month of we miss Joe Allen terribly <laughs> is going to be a Joe Allen performance, where unless he joins Cardiff, which would be hilarious. What if he goes to Luton? Oh, fuck. To be with Tom Ince and his... His lovely no, he, Nathan Luke, Jones, yeah. and he fucking runs Tom, games from the Tom point Ince of the diamond. Oh, oh, yeah. need to stop, stop doing this to me teams. Stop doing this to ourselves. Stop pretending that Joe Allen is good. <laughs> Just because he's no, not no, playing no. for us anymore, it doesn't no, mean he, he'll be good. We can, he, we can do this. But he will be because he will be. because he is I the know thing. He will be. <laughs> but no, because he is the thing, George. Even if he isn't, even if he isn't, there will be a large proportion who believe he is. Like, yeah. because that is just the nature of Joe Allen. We, like, we may be feeling that he wasn't good, but there is a healthy population of Stoke fans who do feel he was good and will be missed. So it will be the same wherever he goes. I enjoyed that in the, was it the Wales-Ukraine game, where mm. I, he was a liability for 90 minutes and should have given away a penalty. And then I came onto Twitter and the first four things I saw was, blooming heck, Joe Allen was good in that. <laughs> 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 I think as well, there's this this summer there's been a, a sort of I've seen on at least three separate occasions people saying that he was in the team that finished ninth in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> two me two main arguments, and it's just not it's not, not true. Sorry. No. Um <laughs> like it, it didn't happen. No. Um, so you know, I don't think it, it it it's a debate that has gone on for three years and in the last two has just completely polarized to the point where Facts, alternative facts have come to the uh, have come to the fore, such as <laughs> such as we play a lot better without him, and then you actually do the numbers, and that's not true at all either. But <laughs> you know, he was bad in a game against Blackburn when he didn't play. Therefore, any game he hasn't played, we must have been bad in. <laughs> if anyone so. needs stats on on whether we play better with or without him, they just need to head to your Twitter anyway, Matt. And it's all <laughs> yeah, I mean, in <laughs> forensic detail. Yeah, um, it's bordered on unhealthy at times, but you know it's it's over. I'm I'm still here. I, I won, much like Walter White. Um, <laughs> he's gone, and I'm still here. So there we go. <laughs> just yeah, I'll, I mean I'll say it again. Twitter is a curse. You don't need it. Just just everyone would be happier without it. Uh, but if you do want analytical uh, and statistical facts, Matt's Twitter is where to go because. It's very, very thorough, isn't it, really? Um, well, if you want to see a video of him just sclaffing it out of play and being shit, George's Twitter is the place <laughs> to go. <laughs> I like that Tom isn't here, and Tom is our like, controversial Twitter person, so we've replaced him with two. two people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the lowbrow audience. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> um, any other business? No, fair enough. Well, just just, just for this lovely to be back. <laughs> yes, it's nice it to see your smiling faces. Well, all of you. It's a shame Dave and Tom aren't here. Although six of us, that would have been incredible. It would. I, I, mean, I don't chaos. think we've ever. 
we've never had a podcast so large. No, it would be it would be pandemonium, Tony. Fun though. It Much would. love to them if they're listening though. Hope you're enjoying the cricket oh, and drinking. They're, they're, and they're not listening to this. <laughs> they, they don't want to listen to this. No, no. They might. Who knows? Well, if they do, <laughs> nice. I hope, I hope you come on the podcast again soon, gentlemen. Um, yeah, I have nothing else to really say either. It's it is. It's nice to be back. Nice to have a little optimism about where Stoke could potentially go. Um, but it'll be it'll be fun. Whatever the case, it'll be it'll be grand <laughs> right gents um thank you for coming and having a chat george thanks for coming again you're very welcome thank you for having me on it's great yeah. to be back yeah matt thank you for coming for the very first time how was it for you how was the experience it was it was phenomenal it has been more pleasant than literally any other stoke game has been in the last five years so much better than that so yeah very happy and very thankful for being invited on thank you well 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 done to you Um, (laughs) and tony it's lovely to see you as as always um thank you for for coming back and and for spend and for spending too long making the the intro to this podcast for this episode i mean it was i know you tony have said that it was worth the worth it but i know how many hours you did so thank you for the effort you put into the music today. It is my joy, as you well know, Chris, the, only surpassed by your phrasing on what you just said to Matt, which was outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, yes. But no, love you all. Thank you. Yes, and love to you, the listener listening out there, presumably. Um, we hope that you have yourself. I don't know when we'll record again. With, it, with there not been regular games, I don't know if this is going to be a weekly thing or two weekly, or we just wait until there's some more signings and news to talk about. Obviously, when the actual season kicks off, um, this will we'll, be... We'll, we'll be back when Joe Allen does a U-turn. <laughs> and in fact, comes crawling back and signs three weeks <laughs> before the start of the season. <laughs> Oh God, it could still happen. Um, but we will, we will come back. Um, and if 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 not in two weeks' time, we'll be back before the start of the season. That's for sure. Um, but until then, uh, all of you out there, we thank you very much for listening and hope that you stay safe and look after each other and are very very kind. But most importantly, go on, the hippos. <laughs> My work here is done. I'm spent. Toodaloo, magic tiddly peep. Because that's really good. What's the matter, Joe? Too scared to sign up for the Potters, you little chicken.